At Dogcatcher's HQ, everyone is getting ready for the big dance. Inutaro is training in his tuxedo while waiting for the dance to start. Primrose is trying to guess what outfit Inutaro would like the most. Rex is getting his toenails groomed, and he is freaking out, and Rash is jacking off. If I can't lift my Mitsubishi Lancer over my head 500 times in a row, how will I ever protect my friends in battle? My toenails are bleeding! You're killing me! Oh, you're killing me! You're killing me! Oh, blonde? Brunette? Redhead? Oh, man! Oh, baby! Hubba hubba! Would Inutaro like these earrings? Or this dress? Sometimes I feel like the only thing I could do to get Inutaro's attention is to be a big freak mutant dog that he could kill. Primrose hears her phone start to ring, ring, ring. <gasps> could it be... She picks up. What's up? <gasps> In Inataru, is that you? Hey, Primrose. It's me, Inataru. You know, from school, also from adventuring together. Yes, Inutaro. I know who you are. We're actually pretty good friends. Be that as it may, I was wondering if you wanted to have a ride to the big school dance. Primrose starts blushing really, really hard. Harder than you've ever seen anyone blush. She blushes to the point where it is actually incredibly physically painful. <laughs> Primrose starts bleeding from her nose a little bit. What's wrong, Primrose? Did you blush so hard it hurts, and then you got a nosebleed? No, of course not. It was just a bad guy attacking me, but I took care of it. Be that as it may. Can I come and pick you up around eight? Yeah, yes, of course. I can't wait. Just one question before you go. Is this like a date? Hold on. Rash is calling me right now. He said he just watched a cool porno and he wants to tell me about it. Anyway, take a sleazy. See you soon. <laughs> Inutaro hangs up the phone, leaving Primrose's question hanging in the air. We cut away to the dog catcher school ballroom, where Rex is helping to get everything set up for the festivities. He is going to chaperone the event, because he's the oldest in dog years, despite being the youngest in reality. Anyway, there's plenty of normal party stuff like streamers and balloons and kazoos and fireworks that they're going to set off indoors. There's also a big punch bowl full of good punch. And a wall for all the wallflowers. You know how it is at these teen dances. Well, that's how they are in America anyway, but you've got to imagine they're pretty similar in Japan. We are all just one people. We all come from Africa. Anyway, remember that one scene in Final Fantasy VIII where they have the big dance? It's going to be like that. <laughs> good, good. You there, put up more balloons. The extra floaty kind. You there, stir up that big vat of dog entrails that we're going to serve to the students with bad grades. And you there, those other balloons are too floaty. Make them float less. It's basically about balance. That's a life lesson I just taught you. Rex-sensei, awaiting your orders. Ah, you're a new student at this school. Your name is Pamela. You are whatever a high school senior is in Japan. That's right. Now tell me, are there any more preparations for the dunk tank? Let me help. <laughs> Industrious young woman. You'll do well at this school. Here we value hard work and also battle prowess. Battle prowess? You mean like this? I'm gonna take this ball and whip it at the dunk tank from 200 meters away and hit a bullseye. The dunk tank? Why we put Dr. Insane Einstein in there for tonight. He's our prisoner, you know. Usually we keep him in the dungeon. It's great down there. Why don't you show me what you've got? That seems like a really hard throw in order to hit that target over there. 
Here I go. Pamela sinks into a perfect throwing posture so quickly that the air shimmers around her. She rears her arm back and throws the ball at astounding speed. Rex's eyes shine in awe as he watches the baseball fly through the air. What? What style? What technique? Rex watches the trajectory of the ball start to curve away from the target on the dunk tank. Looks like you might miss. Sure about that? Ah! Rex watches the ball curve faster and faster until it veers away from the target and whips into Dr. Insane Einstein's face at over 200 kilometers per hour. He is instantly knocked unconscious and falls face first into the water. I always get what I want. What a throw. You might be as good of a fighter as our other student, Dinutaro. Actually, he's technically not a student anymore, but I still make him go to the school dances. Also, he's still a kid, so it isn't weird or anything. About your age, I, I think. This Inutaro sounds like a real man. I'd like to test my skills against his. Oh yeah, he gives speeches, talks a lot about promises he made to his dying father, classic hero stuff like that. He's got a driver's license and a Mitsubishi Lancer. He's got it all. I'm not so easily impressed. I mean, there must be a thousand kids in this town with a Lancer that doesn't have underglow. What makes him so special? Well, in fact, his Lancer is a cool cyan underglow. Cyan? Yeah, it looks really cool. And he'll be at the dance tonight. Oh yeah, I'm forcing him to come. I already mentioned why. Excellent. We cut away to Inutaro pulling up outside Primrose's place. He starts honking a lot, like 20 times in a row at least. Sounds like a Lancer. That must be Inutaro. Good thing I'm all ready to go. I'll just simply run downstairs now to meet him. Oh gosh, I'm so shy to ride in his car. What if he looks at me? I might blush. While she is reflecting, Inutaro is loudly chewing gum inside of his Mitsubishi Lancer and listening to a Jerky Boys CD. The name of the CD is the Jerky Boys 3, and then the CD finishes and Inutaro puts it in a CD case labeled JB3 and then pulls out another case labeled JB4 and takes out a CD named the Jerky Boys 4 and hits play. Finally, Primrose comes down and hops in. In the Japanese version, Inutaro is driving on the right side, but in the American version, they flipped it to make viewers feel more comfortable. Sorry about the honking. I just thought it would save time. Uh, it was no worry to me. These guys are hilarious. What? These guys, the jerky boys on the stereo, they're great. Uh, is that a band or? No, it's little skits. It's like phone calls, but they do skits during them. It's funny. You, <laughs> you're the most interesting person I've ever met. They have a character called Beavis the Rapist. When he gets on the phone, he can't stop farting. Does he want me to fart and do skits? Anyway, I'm glad that you're here. Because now he can make the carpool lane. Carpool? Now I can shoot down the damn interstate, whatever they call it here, in my home of Japan. This Lancer's a real iron horse. It's a machine that is wholly dedicated to its mission, just like me. Inutaro-san, is that why you called me? Yeah. Now we're both going to arrive faster. It is the only smart move in this situation. You have to see life as if it were a battle. Make the right choices. Otherwise, you might make the wrong choice in your next real battle. Life isn't always a battle, Inutaro. Sometimes you have to think about people's feelings. Feelings? One of the Jerky Boys characters named Peter Feelings, and he absolutely cannot stop farting. He's also a racist. One of the boys, the Jerky Boys, 
did Peter Feelings on the Howard Stern show, and Mario Cantone thought it was so homophobic he knocked him out. Inutaro! Stop talking about the Jerky Boys! It, you've never yelled at me before. I, I can change the CD if you want. The second one is probably the strongest. You only asked me to this dance to use the carpool lane? I thought... It doesn't matter what I thought. Just take me to the dance and leave me alone. Inutaro turning up the jerky boys. Wait, wait, wait. This is a really good one. Toad ass in the whippets, paladin. Totally gets this old man with dementia to think that his son is still alive. The Mitsubishi Lancer comes into the school parking lot at 200 miles per hour and drifts into a handicapped parking space. Primrose immediately gets out and starts walking quickly to the door. Mm. I think she's mad at me. Inutaro turns up the Jerky Boys even more again. Peter Feelings of the Jerky Boys says over the radio, Excuse me, is this the cum doctor? Because my farts are too loud. Finn. The camera pans to a very cool high school dance. There are hot people dancing, a couple wallflowers shuffling around by the wall. I guess I shouldn't say any fictional high schoolers are hot, so let me take that back. There are some cool people dancing. Or wait a second, a few of them are 18 already, so those ones are hot. Be that as it may, I was trying to say hot as a way of describing them, not like I was sexually attracted to them or anything. Maybe I should just move on. So anyway, there's this cool dance. And there's cool balloons and streamers and all this stuff they were setting up earlier. Over the speakers, Kevin Rudolph's Let It Rock is blasting and everyone loves it. Damn, this is my song! I wish I could make it our song with a chick! Primrose comes running into the school dance with tears welling in her eyes. Let It Rock is still blasting and people are still raising the roof and shit. Oh, there's a chick! Maybe we can make this our song! Hey, baby! Do you have a song? Rash, I'm not in the mood. I just had a fight with Inutaro. Well, maybe let's dance and make this our song, baby! Are you listening to anything I say at all? Do you see these anime tears streaming down my rosy cheeks? <laughs> what? Nah, it's a cowboy hat. I got into New York City. That's my whole thing. You're unbelievable. I just told you about this big fight I had that I obviously want to talk about and you were just trying to make it about your thing. Let's do my thing. Are you ever want to do jack off and get horny or French kiss or something? You're grabbing your dick on the outside of your jeans right now. I can see a little comb. There's a spot. Why did you come? Let it rock. Let it rock. Let it rock. Through her teary eyes, Primrose sees Inutaro squall posing against the wall, which means basically that he is leaning with his arms crossed, and if somebody were to press X to talk to him, he would merely have a dot 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 ellipsis over his head because of how moody of a teen he is. Inutaro, I can't believe you would ever let something so simple as the Jerky Boys come between us. What? He, he let you listen to his Jerky Boys CDs? Oh, uh, those are his most cherished possessions! Harp noises to signify that he is remembering something. If it was in a movie, they'd make the color slightly off or something so that you could know it was a memory more better. Inutaro, even though I have a whale harpoon stabbed through my heart, and a cricket bit me, and then a bird bit the cricket, and then the bird bit me, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it was a big cricket and an even bigger bird. Be that as it may, I have something important I need to give you, in case I don't make it. Well, let's be honest, 
I'm definitely not going to make it. The harpoon, sure. But after the cricket bite, don't even get me started on that bird. Well, I know it's looking pretty grim for your old man. But be that as it may, I really want to give you something. I really think you'll find these guys very, very funny. <coughs> They're called the Jerky Boys. And basically, they do these skits and have all these characters. I can't explain it. You just got to hear it. They're nuts. When I die, go check the glove compartment of my car. That's where all my Jerky Boys CDs are. And I really want you to have them. I already promised the car to another guy, though. Because you can't drive yet. But hopefully when you're old enough, you'll work hard to get your driver's license. And they'll give you a free car when you do. Anyway, later. Sad! I think it would have played out something like that. Wait, was that a real memory? Or just your idea of what happened? Yeah, the important thing is that Inutaro let you listen to the Jerky Boy CDs. He has never let me listen to them. Sure, he's quoted a lot of their jokes to me, but I can't listen to them. But he let you listen to him. Y you get what I'm saying? Inutaro, maybe, maybe he does care. Right at this moment, Primrose sees Inutaro, and he's not squall posing anymore. In fact, he's on the dance floor, where Let It Rock is playing for the seventh time in a row, and people are loving it. But what's interesting is, Inutaro is dancing with Pamela. Whoa, who's that, that slut? Inutaro! I'm gonna fucking chop him in half! Primrose rushes over to the dance floor to confront Inutaro and Pamela. Rash looks forlornly off into the distance. I wish a girl would want to cut me in half. Oh well, let it rock, let it rock, let it rock. Inutaro explaining to Pamela. And that's why they call him Peter Feelings. Because Peter is a slang word for the penis and he feels his own penis. But here's why it's funny. Whenever he feels his penis, it makes him fart. And that's just one small cog in the jerky boy's machine. Inutaro! I thought you didn't dance! Because you don't like music because you'd rather hear the jerky boys! And I thought you didn't tell anybody about your love of them! But here I find you, not only dancing, but telling another girl about your favorite pranksters! What, are you his girlfriend or something? G-g-girlfriend! Well, I... I... She starts blushing. Really, she almost never stops blushing. Dancing? This is not dancing. I would never dance. Now, well, there are so many wrongs on this earth. What are you talking about? You're dancing right now! This girl simply challenged me to a two-handed grip contest here in the center of the dance floor. I have maintained leverage on the grip for three minutes now. I was also told that this would be a two-minute contest. I... We may have thought to be my feet dancing was merely me positioning myself for greater leverage over my opponent. I found this easiest to be done along to the tempo of the song. But... Well, I did find it strange that she did not make a move to regain grip leverage. I simply thought it was an extended mind game in order to make me relax my grip. This would be the most logical move for her to beat me in a grip contest. As she is no match for my physical strength, I would have to resort to subterfuge. But I... I'm glad you understand. I'm going to go outside and do jumping jacks. Pamela to Primrose. I always get what I want. Who are you? Honey, I'm your worst nightmare. What are you talking about? We just met each other. Why are you talking like a cartoon witch? I didn't come here to make friends. Warning! Students! Your life is in danger! Wait, 
It sounds like I have a serious announcement when I start that way. Sorry. I just mean, if you lose the King and Queen Award of the Dance, you'll feel like your life is in danger because you feel so shitty about losing. But it is time to announce the King and Queen Award of the Dance. Oh, and by the way, let's stop hitting Dr. Insane Einstein. You're supposed to only dunk him. One person hit him directly and I didn't have the guts to speak up and the next thing you know, everyone was hitting him. And you know, I'm not blaming anyone because I was hitting him too. And you know, I should have said something sooner. That That's on me. But if we could leave him alone now, that'd be great. Let's leave a piece of him for the Inquisitor, shall we? Anyway, someone bring me the ceremonial top hat for me to pull the names out of for the King and Queen Award. Okay. Here it is. Pulling the names now. It looks like it is... Zenutaro and Pamela, please come to the stage to put on your crowns and make your speech. Pamela runs up on stage first, screaming and celebrating. Inutaro slowly makes his way to the stage suspiciously as he is starting to wonder, what is a two-handed grip contest anyway? Rex puts the crown on Pamela's head and the crowd goes nuts. Kevin Rudolph's Let It Rock had actually stopped playing for a little bit, but now it kicks back on and everyone goes nuts like they're just hearing it for the very first time. Queen Pamela, everyone. Thank you. This is a huge honor for me since I'm new at the school. And on my very first day, no less. I hope none of the other girls that go here resent me for being loved so quickly. I hope that they aren't threatened by me. Interesting speech, Pamela. And now, the crown goes to Inutaro. As Rex walks over to Inutaro with the crown in his hand, he goes to place it reverently on Inutaro's head. The entire audience is in quiet awe over the simple majesty of Inutaro and his new pretty crown. As it just about touches the crown of his head, Inutaro strikes it and vaporizes it instantly, sending debris all over the crowd. <gasps> a crown is a trifling thing. Over time, wearing a crown makes one complacent and weak in battle. That is why I refuse to wear it. However, I have an announcement to make. I hereby declare my intention to become the world's number one dog catcher. <gasps> By this time next year, the whole world will know the name of Inotaro. The whole dog catching world anyway, which, let's be honest, is kind of a niche field. But be that as it may, I will stand atop the world. The crown will be on my head, but only metaphorically, because you just learned what I think about real crowns. But my point is, soon the whole world will know my ambition. As Inutaro walks away from the podium, Rash runs up and grabs the mic for himself. Watch up, everybody! Let it rock, let it rock, let it rock! <laughs> I'm Inutaro's friend, Rash! I'm gonna go into the bathroom right now, and if anyone wants to see what I get up to, come on in. The water's fine, if you like to get down, that is. So why don't you come on in and see what's up? I got blonde pubic hairs, and you probably haven't seen that very much before. So, uh, okay. Rash hands the mic to Rex, and the crowd is completely silent. You can hear every single step he takes on the way down from the stage, and he doesn't make eye contact with anyone as he walks to the bathroom. You hear a big zip, and then what sounds like a bunch of pots and pans banging around. No one follows him there. Primrose spots Inutaro walking by and rushes toward him. Inutaro! 
Are you proud of me for refusing the crown? Did it look cool? Inatara, forgive me if this is too forward, but did you destroy the crown? Maybe, just maybe, because you didn't want to be a couple with Pamela? Is that it? Well, no. Why would you think that? Well, your speech was kind of stupid, and was just kind of a stupid speech, and it sounded so stupid, like, it sounded like it was fake, but if it wasn't, then it was a good speech. I will be the world's number one dog catcher. Right, right. Uh, what I was saying, though, was that basically it was a speech that a dumb person would give, like, I know you aren't dumb, so the reason that you did it must have been because you don't like Pamela. So, is it either that, or you are dumb? Do you get what I'm saying? Across the room, Inutaro sees Pamela dancing with another new student, a guy with a really big hat on his head, almost like it's covering something up there. Are you even listening to me? Yeah. I'm not a dumb guy. I'm average guy. Probably. Not dumb. So, if you aren't dumb, that that means you don't like Pamela. That kid with the hat. He looks suspicious. Primrose turns around and sees that Inutaro is looking at Pamela dancing with a man in a very absurdly large hat. Like when you say big hat, like over a foot tall. But not like Jamiroquai's hat. Basically, it is like if you made a fedora as big as a sombrero. Like you could eat nachos out of this thing. And I mean a lot of nachos if you turned it upside down. There's something, something about that student. Oh, come on, Inutaro. Stop paying attention to her. You're just jealous of him because he's dancing with her. Do you smell that? Yeah, it's aqua velvet and you're wearing a shitload of it. No, trace amounts of sulfur. That's it. You're taking me home right now. Primrose starts dragging Inutaro toward the exit by his sleeve while he has a befuddled, stupid facial expression on. No, it's okay. The roads are a lot clearer now that it's late. So I don't need to get to the carpool lane. You can find your own way home. Listen here, you dumb motherfucker. I am going to fucking kill you. Going somewhere? Pamela! Hey, Primrose. I can give you a ride home. There's plenty of seats in my car and I only need one. Inutaro to no one in particular. That Beavis rapist of the Jerky Boys called the White House, and he had to go to Guantanamo Bay, but they kicked him out because his farts stunk too much. Is this another mind game, Pamela? Or are you hitting on me? What do you want? What is your end game here? I just met you, and I feel like you're torturing me. Hey, I'm just trying to be nice. After all, I immediately showed up and won the Queen Award of the dance, so I don't want all the other girls to hate me. So I'm doing something nice for you. Hey, Pamela. Who's that guy you were dancing with? I can't believe this. You're jealous of him? You're obsessed with her. She's like the third jerky boy to you. Pamela to Primrose, whispering. This is going to be too easy. Primrose to Pamela, whispering. I thought you were being nice to me, and now you're making me think you're being mean again. Oh, him? He's nobody. You don't have to worry about him at all. Unbelievable. Today has been the worst day of my life. Even worse than that day when I saw that mutant dog kill like half of the marching band. 
and you could still hear them playing Louie Louie from inside its stomach for like three minutes. Anyway, I'm leaving. Have fun, you two. Primrose storms off toward the exit. She turns around to hear the door open behind her, but the person who followed is not who she expected. Pamela pulls out her keys and walks toward Primrose. Need a ride? Pamela hits a button on her car keys and a Cyan 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner Hemi somehow drives itself up to the curb. Primrose is so stunned she can't talk. It has the Roadrunner on it. Jay Leno has one too. It's the 12th most expensive car in his collection. Wait, are you trying to be my friend or are you trying to be my enemy? I just met you and this is all over the place. Just to speed this along, just go ahead and kill me. If you try to kill me, it's fine because I just had a bad day. They made the horn sound more like the Roadrunner in their cartoons. Pamela hits the horn and it sounds like the Roadrunner going meep meep in the cartoons. Kind of sucks when I actually want to honk out of anger driving bad, but I love me my classic cars. Jay has this one too. Leno. You getting in or what? Well, it is a long walk back to Tokyo from here. Primrose gets into Pamela's car. The interior is immaculate and there is a faint smell of cigar smoke. 440 cubic inches on this engine. It's a real iron horse. Yeah. She smacks the dashboard and bites her lip. It's a real iron fucking horse. All right. Love my classic cars. Muscle cars. American muscle, you know. What happened to the good old American muscle car, eh? Times change. Yes, times change. Pamela slides a tape into the tape deck. It's a tape she made herself, recording songs off the radio. Jimmy Eat World's The Middle starts playing, but it's missing the first 10 seconds because she didn't click record fast enough when it came on the radio. Man, being a teenager is complicated. Especially when you also have battles and stuff against villains. Say, you want a cigar, Primrose? Girls in my school usually don't smoke cigars. Well, it's my school now. And I'm going to have the girls smoking like Churchill in no time. I wonder if Inutaro would want me to smoke a cigar. I bet you're wondering to yourself right now if Inutaro would want you to smoke a cigar. No, I wasn't. What were you thinking of then? I was wondering if Jay Leno would want me to smoke a cigar. Pamela (laughs) smiles and puts the car into gear. He wouldn't. Pamela slaps on some racing gloves and big goggles and peels out in the parking lot. The powerful engine of the 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner Hemi sounds not only like a roaring jungle tiger, but of a tribute to American muscle everywhere and the great tradition of uptake in these beautiful classic cars. We cut back to Inutaro, who is focused on keeping an eye on a student at the dance who was wearing a suspiciously big hat. He goes to fill his cup at the punch bowl, but glances up and sees the student with the hat walking quickly away out into the hall. Inutaro takes a gulp and goes to follow. He walks by the bathroom before leaving. Inutaro keeps walking past the sounds of Rash masturbating or shitting and spots the student with the big hat looking over his shoulder before walking into a closet labeled supplies. Out of nowhere, a hand reaches around the corner and grabs Inutaro. Inutaro, I'm glad I found you. Hope you aren't busy. I need to talk to you right now. I snuck in this flask and I've been ripping it all night. 
I need to tell you a bunch of stuff now that I'm good and fucked off my gourd. Can this wait? I think I'm onto something. Nah, I mean, I really want to just talk about my thing right now, while I'm lit up like the underglow of a lancer. Hmm. I do like that metaphor. Now hurry up then. What is it you need to tell me? Hold on. You have to follow me to a window so I can look out the window and tell you. I had a whole way of this going in my head. You know what? We need to go up like three stories. I can't look out a ground floor window. Fine. I lost the scent anyway. I bet you think I'm going to ask you what scent, but I'm not, because we are... Pointing his finger in Inotaro's face. My thing. We are going to do my thing. Rex leads Inutaro up a bunch of stone spiral staircases with royal red carpeting on them that are in this high school for some reason. He leads him up to a Victorian-style study, complete with a gramophone next to a chair in the exact middle of the room. There's lots of bookcases full of ancient dog-catching books documenting many secrets and techniques. There's a big bay window that overlooks something foreboding, like a dying ancient tree or something. I don't know. Use your imagination. I was waiting for this room to be built so that I could tell you. Remember that guy? Dr. Insane Einstein? Yeah. From the dunk tank? Yeah. And before that, when we defeated him at his lair or whatever. Oh, yeah. That guy. His son's in the freezer in the basement. Next to all the corn dogs. Yeah, well, me and the doctor go back further than you think. Did you go to high school together? I'm not entirely sure what your deal was. If you're a dog first or a person first. But when I got here, no one asked any questions, so I didn't either. Well, I'm like seven years old in human years, so I think it's unlikely that I was just a person first or whatever. Wait, you don't know? I mean, do you remember being a baby? Maybe you started out as a puppy. Well, now that I think about it, that makes sense. Be that as it may, What are you trying to get at? When I was but a wee pup, I had an owner. And that owner was Dr. Insane Einstein. Wait, does that mean? Yes, Inutaro. It means I never really understood the meaning of family. No, man. Does that mean you're a genetically enhanced mutant dog? I mean, mutant is a really mean word. I've killed like 40 mutant dogs. Why wouldn't you tell me to stop? There is one big difference between me and those mutant dogs. What? He forgot to use his genetics to make me mean. The rest of the dogs, he made them mean. Yeah, but how could you tell? The mutant dogs made by Dr. Insane Einstein now seem just a little mean to me. I know you get what I mean by that. Now this is the part where I'm going to look out the window and talk to you with my back turned, so I hope that doesn't freak you out. Rex turns to face the window. Seven years ago, when I was born, Dr. Insane Einstein was just known as Dr. Normal Einstein. He didn't have any funding from his evil backer yet, the animal rights lawyer Bengoshi Akuma. Back then, he was working on his D.O.G.S. project in its early stages. We never addressed before what the G stands for. Well, back then, it was the dog's overload good system. He was trying to make good lab assistants to help with his son, and turning his son back to life with dog DNA. But the research was too hard, and the only thing that could make it easier was lots and lots of money. So he turned to Akuma as his backer, 
but there was a downside. He was forced to change the meaning of D-O-G-S. Now, it stood for Dogs Overload Goon System, and those dogs are evil. Are, are you still there? My back is turned. And so, you left? He changed the locks. I had to. Wait, so you wanted to stay? It was a good gig, and he gave us plenty of slop to eat, and let us sleep on the top of the doghouse building whenever we wanted, like the legendary dog hero Snoopy did. So, why turn against him? I just thought it was really mean to fire me from a good gig. Ever since then, it's been my life's mission to destroy the evil dog's overload goon system. Why did you spare Dr. Einstein's life? You've never shown mercy before. <laughs> well, I guess this old dog has learned some new tricks. After all, he just wants to bring his son back to life with dog DNA. Is that so weird? No. I guess I would do the same. But his overlord, Bengoshi Akuma, he's a whole different breed. And I don't mean a dog breed, I mean like a different kind of bad guy. Uh, this lawyer, he's not part dog. So we, we have no jurisdiction over him. That's right. And what's more, he's good friends with the mayor of Tokyo. So we need to play this one real careful. We don't know how close he may be. He might be closer than we think. What did you say? I said he might be closer than we think. Listen, powerful guy like this, would there be a chance you might spy on us? Well, my gut tells me it would be kind of a waste of time for a rich 40-year-old guy to spy personally on a bunch of children. And let's be honest, I'm a dog, basically. But, I don't know. Weirder things have happened. I mean, like, if he wanted to spy, he'd have to devise a plan to cover up those big devil horns of his. It just seems like a lot of work. Maybe you're right. But... I can't shake this feeling. Inutaro closes his eyes and tries to visualize what could be under a big fedora hat and can't think of anything. Never mind. I was being paranoid. I have a plan. Before he can take the fight to us, let's take it to him. Tomorrow morning, I will explain to the whole group. For now, I need to beg kids for alcohol if they brought any. I'm all out and I'm sobering up. I can't face another Kevin Rudolph dance sesh without some liquid courage in a flask. I get to drink and puke and everyone thinks it's because I'm a dog. But the real reason is because I am fucking drunk. Let It Rock is heard playing downstairs. Oop, they're calling my name. Rex starts running on all fours down the stairs. From the window in the study, Inutaro sees the mysterious man in the giant fedora reach out to pet a cat before disappearing in the distance. <laughs> 